Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Everything we've sacrificed for, all these doors that got shot, shut in our faces, all these years of all the sacrifices we made. All the deposits all the de- that y'all All the made deposits we have made yeah. into ourselves that it was, was this moment. You already know what's going on. You already know why we're here. Deposits with Brooke England brought to you by the Revolt Podcast Network. I'm not trying to be dramatic. This is probably the biggest interview of my career simply because it means the most to me. The people that I am interviewing today, the best directors in the world. I definitely said world because that's how I feel. And writer sitting next to me. Um, You might know their work with Erykah Badu, Wale, uh, Pitbull, uh, who else? Most Dev, Jay Alec, Dave. I know so many people that they've worked with, so I could literally be here forever. But you might know them from directing and writing the viral documentary, Genius, a Kanye West trilogy. So thank you to my family, Kudi Chike, Jay Ivy, for joining me on the second episode of Deposits <laughs> with Brooke England. Nice. You already yeah. know. Yeah. We're right. here. Though. It's yeah. definitely family. You Long time family. coming, huh? Yeah. I'm so nervous, y'all. History. <laughs> it's history. a lot of history. Let me just say one thing, though. Uh, Brooke, you know we're proud of you. See, Brooke, yeah. she came into DD-172 when we, when we was doing, uh, and I'm going to talk to you, instead of <laughs> to the camera, we, when you came in DD-172, and um, my boy Edgar, it was Edgar that brought yeah. you? Yeah, Edgar. Edgar brought her over, and, uh, and she just you know, came in and made her stamp with us. We was mm-hmm. doing creative control. And um, and I remember I shot most deaf. Taxi. You're right, taxi. Well, wow. I shot him doing taxi. Wow. And then I was like, Brooke, see what you could do. Edit, edit this up, see what you could do with it. Was that your right. first time editing too? No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Um, I just like edited basic stuff that I learned in college, like ins and out. Um, but I always tell people like my style of editing comes from sitting with Cootie, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he would shoot stuff and be like, edit this real mm-hmm. quick. Like, you know, so I only knew basic stuff. I really learned how to like edit to the B and just like have a mm-hmm. style. But, but of- no, no, oh. you, did, you did the style you, when you did taxi, I couldn't even believe yeah. the creativity yeah. that you had. I was like. And I went viral, the whole joint. Viral. But it was all viral was right. a But it was the thing. style, yeah. and you had them going backward. Like you right. had this you whole doing thing stuff you did. that nobody was doing when it yeah. came to yeah. editing the video. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Brooke is uh, talented. Brooke is in. And and when you joined us, we was happy, and we had you. And you know, we blew up Creative Control to Dame. That's no I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Only kidding, Dame. If you're out there watching, uh, I wasn't gonna get into that yet, but that's so funny. Um, just rewinding for a second to how I met y'all. I was new to New York, fresh out of college. Um, My best friend, I didn't know a lot of people in New York. My best friend had put me on a three-way call with her homeboy. It was like, he doesn't live there, but he knows a guy that lives there, knows about the parties and stuff. Like maybe you could go out and hang out with him. And I was like, cool. Like I had a car when I first moved to New York and stuff. So I drove, I was driving Edgar to the club. We was going to the club and Edgar was like, well, I gotta make a stop because I wanna show these guys this commercial that I produced. Um, No, 
he was like, I want to see a commercial that these guys yeah. produce for me, yeah, that these guys right shot for me. Yeah. So I was like, cool. So, you know, I'm like dressed up. Like, I'm like, I don't, you know, this is not the environment to be like meeting people and stuff. But I didn't know that he was going to tell y'all like I edited that I did stuff mm. with production. And that was just like, God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. and he, you know, told Cootie that. Cootie was like, bet, like, come tomorrow. And I did. <laughs> and I don't think that they believed that, yeah. that I was was and when I came the first day y'all didn't even have no work for me and Dame was like nobody about to be sitting in here not doing nothing everybody need to be doing something and it's so funny because the taxi wasn't the first thing that I edited I edited that Canon commercial oh yeah oh, remember yeah. to get the cameras right, so right. they was like so oh no can you come every day yeah, yeah so, I forgot about that wow that was actually uh how it started um but this isn't about me. <laughs> this isn't about me at all. Um, the con connection is very, very important that yeah. I have with these men up here because if I tracked my career, it started with them. So, wow. you know, thank y'all. I got my That's tissue amazing. in case I start crying. <laughs> I don't want to start crying. You don't need it, anyway, You don't need um, Anyway, yeah, so it's like most people know you guys from, I would say, genius, but it depends on who you ask. You know, if you know about music videos or, you know, dope directors, you probably would know Kuti and Chike. Um, <laughs> the resume is just so yeah. long, you know, the kid from Coney, a kid from Coney Island, yeah. Benji, yeah. Uh, so many, music videos yeah. or the win uh, window yeah. seat yeah. i remember when y'all was doing <laughs> you know the, yeah, the bts and trying to like map out yeah. all of the the movements mm -hmm. to have a one-shot video mm -hmm. yeah. and that was actually something that i learned from working with y'all like when somebody's dope they could get it in one shot yeah. right they could Cootie shoot Rock. it in one shot <laughs> and on the camera. you don't really know how hard it is <laughs> Until you try to do it. Yeah. Um, and I used to shoot too. And yeah. I would shoot yeah, like. You good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to shoot like the under 100 yeah. shows at yeah. DD 172. So. And I remember I got one good clip of the sleigh bells. It was like one oh, shot. Yeah, and I was yeah. like so excited to show them. I was like, look at this, look mm. at this. Shout out to the sleigh bells because they like yes, popping now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, I became, I didn't know at the time, one of y'all biggest fans. I am one of y'all <laughs> biggest fans. I have to say that <laughs> on camera. But. What I really want to talk about is y'all plight, you know, getting mm. to this point, because like I said, most people might know y'all from the documentary, but it is emotional for me because when I, I saw it in, in the theater, mm. Mm. Um, when it was like the one yeah, day, the and you could yeah, see like yeah. the first episode and I went to the Grove and I saw it and as soon as I mm. heard Cootie voice I, I started tearing up I'm tearing up now I'm trying to be a thug like I, I ain't really trying to cry for it because I like did my makeup kind of cute but um the voice I was like the feeling of being in the trenches mm -hmm. with someone and seeing them make it to this point you like i know them like mm -hmm. i know their story like wow mm -hmm. and i heard on an interview you're like this is for the dreamers this is a dreamers movie mm -hmm. yeah. and i just remember like the person i was with i didn't know them for a long time so they didn't really understand the connection that i had to y'all mm -hmm. because it's not something that i'm like walking around like oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're my cousins like you know what i'm saying i'm not really doing that i'm just like they're my people i gotta go see this like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but i was like getting so emotional my friends like it's okay like it just started like you know what i'm saying like kanye they come on yet and i'm like it ain't about kanye but it is though because i remember on any given day i would get to the office and Cootie's looking through this footage. I would never show everything mm -hmm. with just like these pockets mm -hmm. of, of footage. And I'm like, and sometimes I would say like, why don't we just put this out? Because we had a really big buzz mm -hmm. with DD-172. Like I mentioned earlier, it was before. With creative control, like more so because everybody was like, 
all these artists are with creative control. Yeah. Like that was like what they saw, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, and I'm like, we got this buzz going on. Everybody wants to be around us so we could shoot them so they mm -hmm. could end up in some kind of video. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just put a little bit out? <laughs> and you guys will always say like, in God's time. In God's mm -hmm. time. In God's time. What's well, like, funny, bro. nobody knew, nobody knew that like then with Currency and, and, and J Electronica and all, they didn't know that I had all that footage. You know what I'm saying? And me and Chike was working on all the things that we were And I don't even think they really knew much about McCurrency probably did like the videos that we were doing neither. Yeah. You know, but um If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba 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 at participating McDonald's. But yeah, man, that was a um that was a great time, man. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and um it like you said, in God's time, we wasn't ready for we wasn't it wasn't time for us to show that that footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it happened the way it, that God wanted it to happen. And uh and we talk about the narration, you know, Jay Ivy wrote, yeah. wrote, <laughs> wrote narration, it, you know. Yeah. Um and we had the best editors that, you know, suggested that I do the narration. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like Jason Harper and, and Max, which, who helped out a lot with the with us crafting this writing, um, and uh, and it was thank God that we did that so that the story, you know, that we can move the story forward, it, and it, it made sense for me to be the one to keep moving the story. Because we thought right. about Jay Ivey. We mm -hmm. thought about, um, you know, having him narrate. We thought about doing text, you know. Mm -hmm. to, and we even thought about Kanye doing the narration. But, you know, God was like, no. You, you got to tell the story. You was dead. Because yeah. he was, Cootie was reluctant at first. He would, you know, he was right. like 100% yeah. Yeah. sold on the idea. You know? Took a few days. Of narrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think mainly, too, just him. the humbleness of just like him. Like, it's so funny because Cootie's, very much an in front of the camera person, you know what I'm saying? But he's also one of the most humble people you'll meet. So I feel like he just, a lot of it was the perception of of him not wanting to feel like he's inserting himself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and it was important for him for it to feel natural and organic, so. And yeah. then finding the, the storyline not being a Kanye story, but it's, yeah. it's a Cootie and Kanye story. And and the layers, you pull, peel back the layers from that, it's a, like you said, a story of faith. and perseverance and not giving up and so it just made so much sense for it to come from from him he was the he was the one you know he was, was the one my, he was, it was through my eyes really yeah, yeah. through yeah. your eyes you right know, that camera but we always say jesus direct that's why the things happen the way it happened you know mm -hmm. but everything we did from creative control to the videos to all the docs it's just like the magic that would happen mm -hmm. and people would say magic we already know it's christ so that's why you see what you yeah. are you see, and we all say right. we all say it's a every all those moments you just talked about for us was like those that all was a rehearsal for this film that all mm -hmm. was practice and training and you know taking all the lessons of things that you know went left and making sure so we were we were so prepared by the yeah. time this project came that and this was I feel like the first project that we were able to at a high level really I think put our style into something from the story to the really? way, the way it's edited. You feel like this is the one? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely yeah. for like, I don't think there's going to be many more, but so many times resources hold you back yeah. and you, a vision comes and it feels half-baked. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. and, and we'd be proud of the work, but we just know, damn, we, we could have did this, we could have did this. I feel like this is the one where there was no, we left it all on the table. There was no, I wish yeah. we could have did this, I wish we could have right. did that. It felt complete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, the only right. thing we would have wanted to do and this was, you know, show more footage, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. But yeah. We had to keep the story moving. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. took out a dope scene with John Singleton. Oh, what? man. Yeah. It's amazing. See, it was funny. And John was so humble and cool, too. 
you know, we just meeting him for the first yeah. time. He just took us in and he was cool all the way up until, you know, he made his transition. He uh, yeah. I went to the uh, Snowfall uh, premiere when it first came out. And it was funny because I, I ran into Franklin the other day, uh, the, the guy who played Franklin <laughs> Interest. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, he said, man, he said, man, I watch Genius twice uh, every two weeks. Yeah. The whole thing every two weeks. That's what he said. I was like, what? Dang. I definitely watched it twice. Yeah. Right. Because my friend was late to it. I was like, I I'll watch it. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, right, like, right, it's right. really that good. And I will watch it again because there's always something else that you discover yeah. when you watch it again because mm -hmm. it's it's a lot to yeah. really uh, digest, like just watching it in one go. Mm -hmm. um, but like you guys said, like, you know, bringing that story together, um, I know like from working with y'all, now correct me if I'm wrong, like I would always like see y'all as like, like Cootie would shoot something mm -hmm. and Chike, obviously, you know, you do motion design, but you would edit yeah. like the stuff. And, and yeah. that was like the strengths that you guys would put put y'all yeah. strengths together to really make all the dope stuff. So I know like sometimes I would see something or like something would come out like a project and it'll be like, you know, they'll be in the edit room and like, uh, Chike like have, have a good idea that Cootie didn't really see or Cootie would have a, you know, good idea that Chica didn't really good see, but then it just all comes together, like yeah. one streamlined yeah. idea. Yeah. So I want to know, like, are there like any big moments in Genius that w became a big impactful moment that maybe mm. J.I.V. thought was going to be that y'all didn't connect on and right. vice versa and what those moments are? Damn, okay. nobody ever yeah. asks us that question. That's right. Yeah, it was a lot of them, too. That's a great question. Right. I mean, first the narration, you know, I was like, ah, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I'm trying to think, though. Like, really, you know, it's, all, it's always about what's going to make the project the best. So, and right. we don't have eagles, so it ain't like, I got to win. So we like, right. we sit back and we think about it, and then we say, oh, you know what? You might be right about that. Let's try it this way. Let, that's right. how it really works. So mm -hmm. I, that's why I'm, it's hard for me to well, think right off the head, but you might have one. No, there definitely was a, a bunch, but it's so much right. so to the point, like he just said, because we set our egos aside and I would only know it if we reverse back to that moment of somebody saying it. It's so much so that it all just gets intertwined. Like it's even hard to know whose idea you was would have what. To be by the time you have to just kind of <laughs> go back to that moment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's just how we operate. I feel like we give each other a space of, of non-judgment, uh, especially from a creative point of view, for those that we trust creatively to have a voice and fill it out. We've all sort of, I feel, are very accomplished in our careers or the yeah. people that we surround around us intentionally so that when they do have a voice, we just trust it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no idea is really a bad idea. They're bad ideas, but those people aren't in the circle. So the people that are in the circle, they, we all, they all are there for a reason. We yeah. trust their opinion. You and know it's hard so. too when you work with all geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> and we all geniuses. Yeah. When yeah. you think about it, when you move in your passion, you you move in, in your genius. And and so that's why it's like, TK might say something and I think it's wrong, but now I'm like, wait a minute. It's, it's always right when, right when when you think about it. You know what I mean? With J.I.B. too. Yeah. With Kelly, you ought to be yeah. in the house. Kenny Cool, even Kenny Cool. Kenny Cool. They don't call him Cool for nothing. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And, don't, and don't get it twisted. That, like, I'll be the first to tell you, I've had some horrible ideas. You know what I'm saying? But that's the only right, way you get right to great ideas. Right. 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 The only way you get to great ideas is by shooting horrible ideas. A lot of people are scared to fail. I'm not scared yeah. to fail because I only need to win once. You know right, what I'm saying? Just keep so ideas. I'd rather fail a million times because that one victory is going to come out of all those failures or come out of all those bad ideas. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get to the great ideas. Right. So. That's why I don't think they're bad ideas. Yeah. I think they all, but, but another key to it for us was uh, flow. Like we, we always say like flow is king. So we'd throw these ideas at the table, at the wall, and it's like, okay, let's go keep the story moving. Cause I know I had it, I, you know, I was on my, 
Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Jay I, was on, I was on my Chicago Bulls. Like we got, you know, get the Bulls in here, and they like that's not moving the story forward, Jay. I'm like, nah, but that was such oh, a yeah, big part of. <laughs> that was what Jay was going. I was, I was fighting to oh, the you end. Mean, like the actual Bulls. Yeah, yeah because you know, like, in the yeah. 90s, the Bulls, right when when Kanye and Channel Zero and all that was, you know, starting to, to starting to go, the Bulls was the team. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it right. was it was because of the Bulls we were able to like move to New York and be the shit. Cause like, oh, night, yeah, the nightlife so like, night like was a, popping. A parallel yeah. kind of story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like nightlife was popping because we were, we had the biggest star in the world. All night Up the street. All you the know, 90s. When it, right, the whole decade, we were the, yeah. that, that spot, you know, as far as the team go. And that, you know, them winning, it pushed money in, into mm -hmm. the city. So- And the energy. And energy. So the dreamers, us coming up, we had, you know, more a bigger canvas to paint on. We were told go to school, get a good job. We like, nah, we got this dream. We go do that, yeah. you know. So, so uh, that was that was one of the moments. But I mean, it definitely made sense for it not to be in there. Yeah. It was like, like flow is yeah. is king. Like that yeah. was gonna push this thing forward. Yeah. You know? And Brooke, whatever you do, do not cut this bulls thing out. When you're trying to create something so progressive, like <laughs> you got to realize, like even the the subject, like one of the subjects in the film, Kanye. I mean, Kanye's whole career is is and success is based on how progressive of an artist he is, and so hmm. our film has to, in some capacity, live in that same ballpark of progression. Right. But all ideas that are super progressive are teeter tottering on like a tightrope of not being understood by the masses. So you're always kind of like. You can't be safe, but yeah. you're always teeter tired. Like, will, will they get it? Is the style too progressive? Is it? Yeah. So it's always that balance. And so, like, I, like you said, yeah, there's no good ideas because a bad idea could just be that people just aren't ready to yeah. comprehend that idea. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, and, like, and each got, one, each one gets you to the, yes, to the yeah. yeah. So like, the like one. the Time, Time Magazine, and Netflix notes. Yeah. You know, we see the notes like, oh yeah, what, what this note? They don't know. They, they from Chicago. They don't know the right, color. right, but. Those notes, mate. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. We might have not changed the note they gave us, but we realized it was something before that note that we can change to make them understand that why they didn't understand that yeah. part. And it worked out so it but even, strate worked. even strategically partnering with time. Like that was a very strategic partnership. Yeah. Like yeah. could have partnered with uh, several different outlets for sure in this, but it was understanding the brand of time and what it represents. And now optically, what does that look with an artist like Kanye? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's making these very interesting, unassuming connections to elevate the level and the optics of the project, yeah. you know what I mean? And so. then Netflix being the world, Netflix yeah. is mm -hmm. the world. You should hear my, you should hear my narration in French and yeah, you got it. Oh my you know, god! All, all you have to do is in Netflix, you can go to like change the language. Change the language. Yeah. German. I'm gonna do that today. But, it ain't, but it's not me. Like, but it's like, yeah, that's hilarious. Thing. That's why I was just like, focus on that Kanye West in the market. I'm like, oh, now we know they can do it today. <laughs> AI, right, yeah, nah, yeah. They got the AI thing, like uh, Andy Warhol. Where it could keep your voice, right? Yeah. Well, like it, it yeah. uses your voice, and it pro so like it could take Cootie's same voice, voice and do and, it in another yeah. language, yeah. and it's just yeah, that's wild. Based Whoa, off his, yeah. remember that yeah. idea I had on the plane? I mean, oh yeah. Ideas. Mm -hmm. All right, right going right. back to the narration, and I know you you wrote the story. Um, did you write it in Cootie's voice, or was it a lot of like putting it into his own? Did he put it into his own voice once he started reading it? Yeah, I mean, it was definite, uh, definitely important for it to be Cootie's voice. Like it had to be authentic. It had to sound, feel right. like 
Cootie, feel like Chicago, feel like hip hop, feel like, you know, just feel like him. So it was definitely important. I, I would uh, write things and then Cootie be like, well, nah, I wouldn't say it like that. Like, okay, how, how would you say it? And, that, and then we would, you know, switch it, he'd do it in his style. So it was, uh, it was important that, that his voice was, was heard. Yeah. You know, because people, you know, you feel it when it's when it's when it's not authentic. People, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the BS cuts yeah. through. Yeah. So it was like they got to be real. So yeah. it was definitely important for it to be his voice. Yeah. But people don't realize even in the writing, it, it would come down to like within a sentence, it would come down to like how are we using a, le a word? A word. You know right. what I mean? Like it was that like it was the writing was scrutinized yeah. at that level yeah. of like taking. OK, no, we got to can't say was or we should say this word instead of that word because I yeah. used this word two right. things ago and so like it was yeah. you know yeah, what I'm we, I mean we debated for days on a word right. what word yeah. well I know one was uh was rant yeah I was like, yeah. I was like we, we have say rant yeah. I was like we what, can't say what rant episode is it what, the third the third yeah, one yeah, third. Yeah, third. I was like I was like we can't say rant I was like that's what they say mm -hmm. I was like we never said rant we didn't yeah. come up saying yeah he ran it nah we said okay he going off, going yeah, off. He, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's what we say. But it was it was like and like, you know, it might be a small word like chicken said, like was or it, like small little things that. Yeah. Well, good thing y'all didn't say it's fast. Right. Yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about it. Because <laughs> now it's a whole fast. problematic yeah. word. It, it, no, that, yeah, it became yeah, a big, big thing. They made Beyonce take it out, yeah. like edit yeah. one of her songs. Beyonce. Yeah. Like literally, yeah. like maybe like yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, you come from a. Because we say spaz out. Our, our, like, our, our generation didn't, but our generation hadn't scrutinized so many words. Like there's no. so many words you can't say right now. There's a conscious level during yeah. that time. So there's a lot of words that we would say that right. we're not even, you know, now might not be politically correct. But that, <laughs> you know but saying? that was part yeah. of the process. Like it was like, okay, if we're not gonna say rent, what would we say? And spaz yeah. out was one of them. But then we go look up wow. spaz. And it's like, oh wait, that don't yeah, like yeah, we yeah. might get some flack for saying yeah. that because it means yeah, this. Yeah. So oh, y'all had that conversation. Oh yeah, we absolutely wow. had that conversation. And that conversation, yeah. how does it make the character emotionally? If you say this word about something, what's the emotional connotation that we're giving to yeah. into this scene right now? You know what I mean? Versus, right. versus going like, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. What's that mean? Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. And, and and genius, we paid attention to all the details. All yeah. of them. You know, our every single detail when it came to making this film. And uh, it worked. We got nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't, I ain't get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I got to. You should have gotten there nominated <laughs> for writing. You know, next you year. Know. But, uh, I mean, but while we're here. And editing. Uh, <laughs> do awards matter to you guys? Nah, not, yeah. not on this side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. No, my, my good perspective I want on all of y'all to tell me, like. No, my thing, yeah. I agree with Cootie and Cheeky on, like, what we do. We, we're creating things for the culture. Like, we, we speak from our hearts. We create from our hearts, our souls, our spirits, the ancestors. Yeah. And we put out work that we want to impact the world yeah so when it comes to awards like my my thing is if if uh if it's an opportunity for it it that will put more eyes and ears on the work that we're doing and essentially at, at, at the root of it the work is to heal like we're creating work to heal the people so if we can get more eyes and ears if if an award is going to help put more eyes and ears on this work that will heal the people then throw the name in the hat let's see what happens yeah I mean, the biggest accolade that you can get, you know, in television and Emmy, you guys were nominated for it. So yeah. that's still a big deal. My thought on it, you know, when I look at a film like Boyhood and, you know, that took 12 years to make and, mm -hmm. you know, that was such a, a justifying detail that everybody felt that this film should win the Oscar because they were working on it for 12 years. And that was something that you don't really hear about, mm. you know, but you guys have what, 22 years? 21 years. 21 yeah, years, yeah. 500 yeah. hours of, of content. Yeah. 550. Um, 550. <laughs> um, to me, you know, y'all should have won that, you know, just, yeah. the, just off the principle because I really stand on this when I 
say that I don't think that we'll ever see this kind of coverage of an artist. Beyonce might, you know, Matthew was shooting. You know what I'm saying? Matthew was shooting like their come up, but outside of Beyonce, I can't see, no one was doing that. You know, had an entourage or a, a, a video guy following them. You know what I'm saying? That was innovative, you know, for you to just follow him like that and shoot and always shoot. Shoot, 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 shoot. But it was, but it was intent in that, what I was doing. What I you were exactly doing. exactly what I wanted to create. You know what I'm saying? I seen Hoop Dreams. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that with Kanye. So I wasn't just shooting to shoot. Like, oh, he's, you know, just, I was actually like, this is going to be a documentary. Even like the um, the um, retainers, mm-hmm. you know, every time I see the retainer, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a running bit. You know, I did comedy, yeah. so I know that that callback, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a callback running bit. I knew, and it worked. I was like, yeah. oh, just even to watch it now, yeah. like, oh, that it actually worked. Everything that yeah. I was thinking at the moment, and um, and now you you know you got genius. Thank God I met Chike, you know, and me and Jivy would go back from Chicago. Me doing comedy, him doing poetry, you know. So thank God we brought this team together. Even Max and Jason, the editors. When you talk about 550 hours. And we had to edit that to four hours. You know what I mean? Like they should have got a, nomi- a yeah. nomination. You know, I'm like, How so do you guys feel snubbed? Like, can we? Not. I, 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 I don't really feel snubbed. To me, it's like it's just. Yeah. I, we feel grateful that we were nominated. We would, if we would have won, we would have felt grateful for the victory. Yep. But there's no value that we put on that award because we can't control the outcome of that award. So yeah. I wouldn't even put myself in a position to put value on that. And I didn't win, which just create a level of disappointment. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Which... Yeah, that's a that's a business like awards a business. You know what I'm saying? So um, and it's great to get recognized by your peers. You know what I'm saying? But there's so many other factors that go into winning awards and whatnot. And so for Mm -hmm. us, like we just put value into things that we control. We we put a lot of value into putting ourselves and doing a lot of work to put ourselves in a position to be able to even make this film and to put ourselves in a position to make it uh, a film. You know, we put all these years to get in a position to make something that we can actually kind of control. Like I said before, it's the first film I felt like we had all the resource to make, but that took a lot. It took all these years to get into that yeah. position. We couldn't have made this. Um, we had to do all this work to make this, but we yeah. could control how much work you do. If you want to be an NBA player, you control how much work you put in a gym to cultivate your craft to get good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So the only thing that we can control is is, our, is how talented we can become. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Based mm-hmm. off of our, you know... Um, what do you say? You, you initially have uh, potential. Yeah. So we all have potential and, and then it's just making. My brother-in-law died suddenly and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to selectquote.com. Selectquote.com. That's selectquote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com/commercials. Self get better and better and better. That's right. what you value. Well, I say it. Well, to Chike's point too, and and Cootie said there's a lot. Like it, it was, we you know Cootie and Chike said it, we've all said it. Like it was a win for in the culture. Like it don't get no of bigger. Course, like yeah. no award will trump that. Like right. this was like to see people come up to to Cootie in tears, and mm-hmm. people come up to us talking about how much this this film has changed their lives, impacted them. Mm-hmm. Even successful people is super inspired and re-motivated. So to your point about um, about it not being a scene like yeah. something like this not happening, I would actually disagree because I think 
this movie impacted so people so much that in 2050, 2060, <laughs> you know, oh, there, no, they're gonna there copy will be, it, yeah, there'll be somebody, yeah, anybody trying to even yeah. pay somebody to follow them around that much because that's another thing too, you know. Uh, for those who know, those who don't know, you know, I still work in production. So it's like, yeah. I can only imagine like someone trying to hire someone today <laughs> to shoot them all day. Yeah. Like you better have an extended bu budget. Yeah. You're gonna you know find a young cootie, that, 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 young, that, that young cootie gonna have like Maybe, a thousand hours. But 22 yeah. years, <laughs> right. I'm not saying it's, it's not possible, um, but for anybody to stay committed to anything that long, yeah. I think well, it's deserves- It's not even that, it's on top of the commitment. Cause I told Kuda like, man, I commend, I commend him so much because when I was in college, I was like, man, I'm gonna do a documentary on all the my roommates and everybody, and we're gonna see where we all go. That shit lasted two weeks, <laughs> like <laughs> two weeks, two weeks. So I just know what it means to be able to like, stay dedicated. But he's like that in life. Yeah, this is yeah. a trade of his. It's not this isn't a one off. It's right. not like this is yeah. Kuti. This trans this translates outside of film. He's a very dedicated person. If he makes a change and is focused on it. He's gonna, he works out, like, he's just this type of person. It's part of his DNA, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say snubs before we move on, because we got, we still got other stuff to get to, because. The Beatles, nah, Beatles. Y'all owe my family, y'all owe my family an award or something. Uh, we'll take it on the next one. But shout out to everybody who won. It's so funny because yeah. I actually know the director of the Lizzo doc, so. Yeah, not saying, yeah, Nika, yeah. not saying that they don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Um, and I also know a producer that was on the, we need to talk about Cosby. Yeah. So, you know. There was no bad, like it was, every, yeah, doc, every doc was a heater. Like, yeah. like it's like at that level, yeah. like everybody's in that room. Yeah. It's no, you know, it's no I, losses. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of participation awards. They all know that. I'm all about one person wins, but in that room, everybody's at the highest level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So highest. you don't feel slighted when you, right. you know what I'm saying? Everybody's dope. They're all professionals. You know what I mean? So, I, I was nominated for a Grammy this year and people could look at it like, thank you. Mm -hmm. People could look at it like, uh, you you lost to- It's the highest award for music. I'm, I'm nominated yeah. with Don Cheadle, LeVar <laughs> Burton, Dave Chappelle, Mir Suleiman, Barack Obama. That's a win. That's, yeah. a, win. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, it is. You know, so, because uh, yesterday's price home. is not today's price. Period. Yeah, yeah right. period. Like, yeah, that part. Speaking of grabbers, real quick, Jay. So, Jay, you got to understand what Jay did, you know, for the Grammys and for the poets in, in the world. Tell them, Jay, real quick. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I was nominated in the spoken word category, which includes poetry, audiobooks, and storytelling. Uh, so, that's why I was nominated with. Don Cheadle and Barack, and, but it was all, it was comparing apples and oranges. So for the past six years, I've been campaigning and working with the Recording Academy, asking them to split the category. So um, I was getting information, information that I never knew in my almost 30 year career. And I'm like, oh, this is the process? Oh, is this easy? And I, I just didn't know. If I didn't know, chances are the poets, other poets don't right. know. So I was, you know, relaying the information to them, got them to, make sure that they were getting their albums submitted and all that. And uh, this year I wrote a proposal and a new definition asking them to split it. And and it happened, we voted on it in the past. So now audiobooks is in its own category. For the first time you have the best spoken word poetry album category. So this year, first time in history of the Grammys, you'll have five poets nominated and you'll have a poet bringing home a Grammy every year, which again, we go do the work that we do, yeah. but this will put more eyes and ears on the work that we do. Yeah. That's amazing. Right? How many submissions? This 100. 100. 100. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so amazing yeah. on a whole nother level, which is also, it's, if you take it back to both stories with Genius and your Grammys, uh, the category, and this is for all the, what we say, the dreamers out there, especially mm -hmm. young, when you, when you want to be something, yeah. and with the importance of, of just holding on to that dream, regardless of it even if it seems like a possibility because Cootie, right. when he started filming, Netflix wasn't even invented. <laughs> yeah, so the actual right. people that actually distributed our film globally that made the biggest thing ever, he could have never accepted this idea with that even in mind to know that could even exist, right? Yeah. So Jay Ivey has a, always been a poet, as say the first time he had a dream of winning a Grammy. I want to win a Grammy, but there's no Grammy category mm -hmm. for, my, for being a poet. So he goes and makes a category. Make now 
his dreams can come true, but he's dreaming about something that doesn't even exist. That's what I'm saying. The power of dreaming about something mm. that doesn't even exist yeah. because it can exist through yeah, the right. power of manifestation and just yeah. going after it. Like you can create a universe and with the thing you dream about can become a reality. It's yeah. on you. He made it a reality for now him to obtain his dream. Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we always so say real quick is that you can't let your imagination get in the way of God's manifestation. Hmm. Mm. And that's so real. Yeah. That is real. Yeah. Like the next project we're working on, Ernie Barnes, me, Cheek, AJ, all of us that wanted an Ernie Barnes, but me personally, I wanted a JJ painting on my wall. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna have this type of wife, this type of house, this type of car, and I'm gonna have JJ paints on my wall. My father comes in with a, with a uh, Marvin Gaye album cover, right? I want you. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm paying that the beginning of good time. That's Ernie Bars. I see right. the name. I'm like, so that, that's a that's a real that's Ernie Bars, right? So I'm the only painting in my house is this album cover. You know what I mean? So now <laughs> I'm like paying attention to that. And like I say, you can't let your imagination get in the way of God's manifestation. Next thing I know, me, J. Ivy, and Chike and Kanye as well. Kicking it with Ernie Barnes. Wow. You know, filming him. So that's the next project that we're doing. Now, mind you, as a shorty, I don't even know Cootie. Right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> seven years old in New Orleans, going to church every morning, passing this little gallery. You know, I always had dreams of playing in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And this is little framed picture of this dude dunking the peach basket. But the arms and the legs, and it just remind it has so much soul in it. Yeah. And I saw so, so much saw so much of myself in that, even though I did not have that ability to do that. <laughs> But I guess it's just it just represented so much of a the identity of a black person, yeah. which obviously is me, and I, and I yeah. felt yeah. like connected to it so yeah. much. So that's how I he was my favorite artist because it is painting, and the fact that the universe just brought this all together. Oh, and he man, ends up mentoring us like it's insane. Kelly, we went to breakfast with, with uh, Mr. Barnes. Yeah, I had no idea nice. about it until our worked with y'all yeah. you was like you know who painted that and i was like no <laughs> you was like you should know him that's Ernie Barnes I was yeah. like okay I mean y'all put me on Gil Scott too I had Gil's no idea man. I mean yeah. I met him and didn't even realize it. Yeah. you know how to appreciate it at mm -hmm. the time so many yeah. moments with y'all mm -hmm. that I didn't know how to appreciate I was just so green you yeah. know, and we was around this legend. Hmm. And I remember you was like, we here to shoot you or something like oh, that. He oh, had that joke. Okay. He just telling the story. <laughs> Gil, Gil Scott, so we did Gil Scott. Uh, me and the devil. Last, really last yeah. video, video before he yeah. made this transition. The Halloween joint. Yeah, me and yeah. the devil. Yeah, yeah, and, the devil. Yeah. and we uh, went to go interview him. I mean, I interviewed him, but get him in the video. Cause you know, it's because of Creative Control, and the Canon cameras, we was like, man, we're not writing the treatment for that. We're gonna go shoot it. So we shot, so we shot the video ourselves, right? That yeah, one. With, with, but then uh, the other uh, video Michael we were gonna do with, with yeah. Michael Eaton. Yeah. Michael Eaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, we, then another video they want us to do, we had to have him in it. So I went to we went to his house with the with the rep, uh, with the rec, radio, I mean record, uh, record uh, company, label rep. Yeah. And we knocked on the door, Gil, Gil Scott didn't come to the door. So, long story short, we seen Gil with Dave. It was all the SOBs. SOBs. I was there. And I was like, I was like, I said, man, I said, we can't. You know, we came to your house to shoot you, right? Right? He was like, what? 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 You came to shoot me? Right. Like, oh, I'm, I'm happy I wasn't there. Plus his era so too when he came up. Yeah, that's right, a whole different right. connotation. Right. But you know, I'm like, and oh, all no, of that just went yeah. all over my head, like. <laughs> I caught that like long <laughs> after that, oh, that, you know, I was in the presence yeah, of, man. you know, a living legend right. at that sure. time, yeah. you one know. Of the, one of the godfathers man. of hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, y'all have just like taught me so much, but it's so good to see that you guys have been handling y'all business, standing on business, you know, as far as like y'all IP, you know, yeah, the intellectual yeah. property behind Genius. Mm. So what made y'all go into the direction of licensing versus, you know, outright selling it. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? Not like he called us or we called him, he was like, no, do it like this. Right when we was doing business, this is how God worked. 
right when we doing the, the you know getting all the business the contracts and everything Dave Chappelle steady was doing these comedy right. specials mm-hmm. and he was talking directly to us like yo perpetuity on your everything he was saying we was like oh now, we, now mind you we doing big business mm-hmm. you know and, and but we knew what we knew it was God telling him to tell us of course, mm-hmm. yeah. like that yeah so we just stood on it we stood on we stood our ground you know networks was coming like we're gonna give you this we only got a week you know they was doing stuff like that oh well Trying I'm to like, bully I'll wait another 21 years. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. tell him cheek. I'm yeah. like, I will wait another oh, 21 yeah, Cootie, years. Yeah. We good. Yeah. 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 He you was know, he, Cootie really like ne- really negotiated it all. I mean, we had our yeah, Kev was amazing, yeah. um, our business partner. And, and Ian from time who really stood by us. But Cootie was like the quarterback in a sense because he was willing, like you said, he's willing to say no. And that yeah. gave us all the leverage in the world was his ability to be like to not compromise and stand on this and be like, yeah. I'll wait another 10 years. Cause ideally he was like, we would have just white put it out ourselves. Yeah. We learned a lot of that too at during creative control. And Dame's a huge part of, of definitely yeah. the education of understanding self-worth ownership and, 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 and yeah. uh, the value in your IP for sure. Hmm. You know what I mean? And you know, to go back, you know, looking back on like, if you guys had a put, the documentary out during DD-172 days, you know, at that time, I know for me, that was the brokest time of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if y'all would have put it out that time, you know, you wouldn't have been able to negotiate, you yeah. know, because that, it would have been coming more probably, from a place look, of Look, that was probably the brokest time of our life too. We yeah. sitting there with a penny in our bank right. account. Y'all would have never known it, but we were sitting there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yo, whenever they was ordering as a group, I'm like, I'm hungry. Like, I need to get me a meal in or something, yeah. seriously. So I know that you guys don't like to talk about, you know, when those numbers came out from the Netflix deal. And obviously, we don't have to get into it. But yeah, okay. for me, like, did y'all get, like, crazy phone calls from people, like, trying to ask for money? Like, yo, y'all rich. Like, let me hold something. No, because I, I just told everybody, like, they lying. <laughs> They is lying. Yeah, we ain't get that. No, yeah, but nobody like you know. It's funny, like you would think that somebody yeah. thought we got that type of money and, and, and coming at us. We not. We definitely better off than we were. You know what I mean? But uh, no, people got to realize that kind of did was McCallie James stuff. Kenny Cool and Dread. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people got to realize. Hit me like, up and one time. A lot of people got to realize. Dude, like, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Zach. Zach. A lot of people got to realize though too is like a lot of those numbers sound big. Just like when we first started directing, just like. We did our first documentary and they told us we had a million dollars to do it and that sound not not even 700 sounded like a lot right and then you start to see where all that money goes and you realize you still strapped like yeah. on the mm. budget to actually get your vision you know we did this when we did the benji joint it came we were still like we were still had our hands tied behind as far as creatively what we wanted to do because 700 just isn't even enough you know what yeah. i mean and so I and think, that's pretty big. I mean, thirty for thirty yeah, is like yeah, a big deal. Yeah. So I think people got to realize like there's so many people involved in this project. That number gets chopped down so much. And then at the end of the day, this is you're looking at. You're not looking at a project. You're looking at Cootie's a life worth a life. of work right, that he right. put yeah. into this moment. Yeah. Everything we've sacrificed for, all these doors that got shot shut in our faces, all these years of all the sacrifices we made, all the deposits, all the de- that y'all all the made deposits we have made yeah. into ourselves. That I see what you did. Th- it was was this moment. You know what I'm saying? So for us, it's yeah. like damn. Like we finally like, you know, I feel like it's finally one of the first times we actually receiving what we deserve, and to see a lot of people around here get that all the time when they first try over yeah. and over and over and over again. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it might not be what people think, but you know, just being in the trenches and like not having, and you know, sometimes like you said, maybe it's a penny in your account, you waiting for the next one. You know, y'all was really freelancing when mm-hmm. I was working with y'all. I had no idea yeah. what freelancing yeah. was, or I just knew that y'all were like corporate adjacent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that yeah, y'all would sure. work with companies, but on y'all own terms. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't until I started working for BT where I'm like, okay, you know, freelancing and you mm-hmm. know, this is mm-hmm. the way to go. So it's like, as a freelancer, 
you don't know, Mm-mm-mm. you know, un- unless you got that name, you don't really know, like you're waiting on your next project yeah. or people might owe you money. You might be yeah. waiting. Like right. some of these corporations, it's like 60, 90 day payout. It's like, oh, I need man. my bread. Like, you know what I'm saying? I so, got a few of them right now. Okay. <laughs> so I want to know, like, if there was something like growing up that you always wanted, like a pair of Jordans or, you know, and Beast. whatever it that's was. Right. That's hilarious that you, that you said that, because I was going to mention that yesterday we was there, when I was just sitting no, on the porch and we was working on a project that we filming now, and I'm looking down at these shoes. I was thinking that. I'm like, really? do I remember I used to like, Aren't these so bad? These mm. Air Force Ones right here. And what what are they special Air Force Ones? Because I don't know. No, they're just Air Force Ones. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they came out in what, 80 something? Yeah. And you always wanted them. And, and then you got them. them. You got them after? I just got these. Now, wow. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. I had them before. <laughs> yeah. But it, I just thought about that as we were sitting on the porch yesterday. That's what's funny that you said that. I'm, I'm looking down at them and I'm like, damn, if I really wanted these and I couldn't get them. Yeah. And real quick, a quick story though. When we was doing Benji, before they gave us the budget, well, I'm talking about we had no money. <laughs> yeah, Chike. <laughs> Ivy, she she just made five, right? And I couldn't afford- Your daughter, Ivy. Ivy, yeah, mm-hmm. my daughter, Ivy. I couldn't afford the five candle. You know, mm-hmm. you put a five candle yeah. on the candle. That's a dollar. Dude, I couldn't <laughs> afford to get the five candle, but this is how good God is. Uh, next door neighbor, the little girl that Ivy's friend, <laughs> why well, was her birthday the day before Ivy's on the 16th? And they had a five candle. They was like, and and I didn't even ask. They was like, oh, hey, we got this five candle if you wow. want to use it for the Ivy. I'm like, look at God. Look yeah. at God. And now this year, we go to Italy for her birthday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, God is just good, man. That's all I got to what say. What about you, yeah. Chike? I feel like. Was there anything that you always wanted and you were able to like get, you know, once this big moment happened? Yeah, baseball card, basketball card. Oh man, oh my goodness. Oh, my girls got to kill me too. You collect them? Tirade, yeah. Oh, you got a whole case on. It was so funny because it's a quick story though. When I was a kid, I was in New York and I remember I started collecting them and I was working, they had me, when I come to New York, I'd have to work. Uh, summer camp. So I get this little payment that they would give me and I go spend it on cars. Like, yeah. And I remember my mother got so mad at me because I was spending mine. I told her, I was like, Mom, I just can't help it. It's like they talking to me. I'm addicted. <laughs> like, I can't help oh, it. Man. And so she yelled at me, so I never got no, any more cards. But all my friends, they were getting cards. They were getting, like, the good stuff, but the good stuff was a little bit pricier. So I just remember, like, man, I can't even participate. Man, and I'm 44 years old, so it's like, it just became so nostalgic and now I could And it's a big market now. Oh, it's a huge market yeah. now. Um, He'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you all about it. Right, right. <laughs> but but that's one where that's definitely uh, a scen- You a collect cards. Well, I'm stopping now. I got to stop for a little while. I got, I got <laughs> what about you, J.I.? <laughs> um, well, one thing that I got that, uh, that I'm like super appreciative of is I have, I have, an, album, I have an album coming out on the 29th. Let's I'm sorry, it. September 30th. It's called yeah. The Poet Who Sat By The Door. Okay. At, well, in Chicago, we say The Door. Um, <laughs> and and I commissioned a piece for the cover um, by Zeph Farnby, did a piece. He done art for uh, Cooties Collected. So yeah. that was a that was a uh, proud moment because that was like my first. So you funded your. Yeah, so it was wow. my first piece that yeah. I, you know, that I that I bought. So oh, that was. You, you're- uh, art collection. Yeah, You're yeah, your art yeah. Collection. yeah. Yes. So you know, I got some prints, but this was like the first. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. You got a pretty nice collection, art collection, because we've been collecting yeah. stuff for a minute. I know. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like TK would always like know about art stuff. Yeah. Like, always. <laughs> so yeah. that's so dope that he's, you guys. He's our art whisperer. Right. <laughs> TK, what that. you think about this? <laughs> so. Y'all would definitely say that the things that you always longed for as a youngin and you may not have had the resources, you know, to get like you able to do that one thing, like your cards, like something simple as like getting getting shoes and, hmm. you know, stuff like yeah. that. And funding, I mean, getting your own art, like commissioning yeah. a piece, that's that's yeah. real dope. So I wanna know, since we're since we're moving past like uh the money part. Um, what would you say, what would you guys say has been your biggest takeaway 
from Genius? Like, how did it change you? Like, because I know for me, um, and I don't even know if I've said this to y'all, but, you know, I'm starting a new career where I've started a new career, like, since I moved to L.A., acting and hmm, nice. you know i know how hard it is and you know just knowing actors and that are starting to make it and, and hearing their stories and they're like well you know if i'm not getting auditions or if i'm not getting a call back they're like i was doing it 10 years before you know i even mm -hmm. yeah. heard anything so mm -hmm. when yeah. i saw this movie not only did it just make me so happy because it was y'all, hmm. but it really changed me in a way. It was like, if somebody I know could put in 21 years right. for something like, yeah. who am I to complain, you know, yeah. about five years, I'm still, you know, yeah, getting it. I wanna know like what part of this film or this process changed you? Well, I'm, I'm gonna start with first for what you're saying is, when uh, Bernie Mac was the first person to bring me on stage as a comedian. And me, Dion Cole, and Corey Holcomb, and Craig Robinson, all these comedians that's doing it, Bernie Mac will let us all know that it was gonna be 10 years before anything happened for you. And then, before you even get noticed, that's how he was saying it. And I'm like, what, we rocking crowds, we standing those? And he was absolutely right about that. You just said it too. Hmm. 10 years. And I'm like, 10, that's a long, it seemed like a long time right. in retrospect. Right. Dion was starting getting noticed, but look at Dion now. This is like 20 years almost later, but really longer, longer than that. Than, longer you know what I'm saying? For Dion to really get his just dues like he getting it. And same with Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was doing it since the early. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Um... 80s you know what i'm saying and and he got you know he made his transition but he blew up at the time he was supposed to and, and it do take that long and um uh, when it comes to genius i'll let y'all because i just have to let you know that because bernie said that and everybody that's watching this should know you know you got to keep grinding you got to keep moving no matter how good you think you are you have to it's just like a certain thing that you have to do and i Wish I can explain it exactly how Bernie Mac told us, but you know, he was absolutely right. So, I say like, it it shifted the perception of how we look at like the business in the sense of what our goals are and what we're trying to achieve. And um, you know, we spend so much time, especially in the cultures as Black people, we we own so little of our IP. We've seen the same thing happen in the music industry, mm -hmm. and I feel like for us it gave us a, a, a new mentality of um, really paying attention to like, really paying attention to the to the value of our IP. And, and we've always been pitching projects to, to corporations. And it's the first time we realized the leverage you have when you're able to like get a project to near completion. Proof of concept. Proof of concept. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's, <laughs> no, it's so key because it's like, you know, I was, we was talk, we had a conversation earlier. Not equate the best way I can equate is like to a menu. If you go to a restaurant, if you go to a restaurant, you're gonna get a menu. Say it's breakfast, eggs, bacon, whatever. It's gonna have like seven dollars next to it. And so, you know, you're gonna pay that seven dollars. You know what you're getting. If it said eggs, bacon, whatever, and said three thousand dollars, you're gonna be like, well, this don't equal three thousand, whatever. But if I bring you something already ready, and it can be the same eggs, bacon, and thing, same ingredients, but I make it look so insane and I tell you it's $3,000, somebody's gonna get that. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna put a different value on it. And so when you bring a dish already ready to somebody, they don't even know if they would have even ordered it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you can't value, it's not a line item now, it's actually a work of art. Yeah. And, and, it's, and they, might not, they might not even know they want it. They might, even want, they might not even want it, really. Hmm. 
but the person next to him might be salivating over it. Yeah. And they about to say, well, if you don't want it, I'm going to hmm. take it. So wait a minute. Wait, uh, let me just try it at least. You know what I'm right. saying? So having a project already done and position it to a network, it, and, and that's just one layer because we're already, we're trying to, not even trying, we're creating yeah. that space for us to be the network, to be distribution, yeah. because that's the key. We're always waiting for somebody to green light our stuff and half the people that's green lighting your stuff's not even going to be there in a month because they fired. CEOs get fired. That like part. even our mentality is different than a CEO because CEOs aren't entrepreneurs necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like they're still hired. Salary. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're on salary. So it's like, I don't care if you're making, you know, seven figures as a CEO. It's like we're still different yeah. because you yeah. still might not be at that company tomorrow. So I really yeah. can't put that much faith and your decisions, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're just you're making decisions based on keeping your and it's job. a job. They're exactly. not invested We're into your invested. vision. Yeah. And we bank on exactly. us. So it's like the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is putting giving yourself the most leverage. Yep. You know, getting your project financed. Go out and do that work. It's not easy at all. Go get that financing. Put yourself in a position to create your project. Then go and and shop it. Hmm. We try not to have to shop no more. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, try to control. You can control your, your destiny to a degree. Right. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. much as you can. So. As much as you can. No, yeah. that's a good point to have things really thought out mm -hmm. and to be able to answer any question about any detail, small detail. This is how much this is going to cost. This is the artwork we thought. This is yeah. like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That that makes a lot of sense. But what yeah. about you, Jay? I mean, what do you think is your biggest takeaway? Um, I don't know if it's, well, I, I think the change was more so enhancement. And by that, I mean, like the gratitude was enhanced, like knowing your worth was enhanced. It was a, uh, it was a, a huge reminder of um of the the beauty that happens when you decide to keep going yeah. and and um the, the never giving up so for me it was it was just amazing like it was just i was just so still just filled with gratitude like to be in this moment to have like 20 years ago cootie called me about a record called never let me down with jay-z like yo i told Kanye you need to put you on and not get on the record and almost 20 years later, he like, we about to do, finally about to do Genius. Want you to be the lead writer. I'm like, like man, bro, thank you, let's go. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, so, and then to- But y'all have worked together. Oh yeah, a, yeah. but a I mean, it was, it was a lot of times yeah. where like, you know, like in the films, like back in 04, 05, it yeah. was, the idea was to do it then. And then 10 years later, the idea was so forth to finally be happening. Yeah. It was, um, it was just amazing. So it was just a just a lot of gratitude, a lot of uh, thanking God for for putting us on this path and and rewarding us for 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 the uh, just the just the the will to keep going. And then and then to get here, the 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 for me the biggest takeaway is it's just the beginning. Yeah, like that's the biggest that's takeaway. Yeah. Like. We've been going all this time to get to this, to get to this point. And it's the beginning. Now and it's the beginning. And it's like, that's the best feeling. The best it's like, feeling. it's the best yeah. feeling. Like, yeah, we, we, yeah, like people can say, oh man, y'all want, like, it's a win, but it's, this is like, we at this, we at the start line, which is, which is amazing. Like, let's, hey, let's get it. Let's, let's run this race. You know, I'm so happy to have crossed paths with y'all. And, you know, I know that we're going to like, make more things in the in yeah, the future it's always organic you know what i'm saying yeah. but i know for a fact that we're gonna work together again so already you know jay I, I think you should i think you should drop like a bar or something uh -huh. so we can get out of here uh -huh. like that's your camera right there uh -huh. like i think like give us like something real good to get up out of here just oh, you know what I'm saying? Something I don't need to clear. Like, and that's line. one thing about Jay. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like one line that you, I ain't got to clear. Right. Yeah. You, you can count on Jay for I'm sure. Go, I'm oh, going yeah. through the file cabinet. I'm going yeah. through. Going through. Um, that's one thing with Kanye, too. Kanye, you tell him, you like, back when I was filming him, at least, he would just want to perform and want to, you know what I'm saying? You say, man, tell, you rap, that, rap that song. He'll rap it. You know what I mean? Jay got that same quality. Yeah. 
just close know, us out. That would, so much it would be my talent. honor if you if you could close us out because I mean I can. I'm sure it's not gonna be as cool as if you do it. Come on now. Nah, I say um, you can't block your blessings. When they come your way, you gotta be ready, ready to receive. You gotta shake off the fear and believe because at times we're tested. Test to see how strong we really are, how far we really go. There's an army growing, but you can't join unless you know what you're fighting for. Because if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything, so stand tall. Know that you can't walk until you crawl. You can't run until you walk. You can't fly without a running start. So pump your arms when you come off the blocks. And it won't do you no harm to come off your block, get out and see the world. Because everyone has their own mountaintop. It wasn't promised to a few, but promised to those who knew. So climb the way you breathe and never stop. Inhale your best. Exhale the BS. Keep on keeping on. See where you're going and work on getting there. Don't hate on others when others get theirs, because you go get yours. You go knock down your own doors. Know that God go take care of you and yours. That's why miracles happen out of the blue. So know that and remember that can't nobody stop you but you because dreams don't come true. They are true. So dream big. Then after that, dream even bigger. So big that Martin and Coretta are up in heaven holding hands, smiling down on us with a tear in their eye and joy in their heart saying amen, amen, amen. amen. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.